0: Jaded HR podcast by two former human resources co-workers who just want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you are thinking. Say it out loud. I'm Patrick Ancillas. And I'm Warren Workman. And Warren, I saw something this week, and I don't normally comment on things on Facebook, but okay. this was one of the first times that I, I just had to say something. And we'll get into it in a minute, but I I really stuck up for, for HR this week. Uh-oh. And I, I just, I thought you'd be proud. Uh,
1: very proud. Now, uh, yeah, and I'm proud of you too. You're, you've abandoned uh, social media quite a bit. So for you to get back on and, yeah. jump into something. I'm on there. I'm definitely a lurker. Like
0: I'm, I'm out there in the shadows, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm there where you don't see me. And I'm definitely, it's a bad trait. And I haven't really realized it until what you know. There's so much political stuff going on, oh, yeah. and I, I just hate hosting and jumping on one side or the other. I'm very much a fence rider, which I know is not a good treat to have, but I am finally, like, there are some things where, like, you just gotta take a side on this, and so that was that was one of these issues. And uh, we can jump right into yeah, it if go you want, ahead. or if you have a few things. Okay, so a- anyone that has been on Twitter or Facebook, or you can just Google the Kroger letter, you might have seen a a letter that was shared on... I first saw it on Facebook. It looks like someone from Twitter picked up that Facebook post and shared the letter but I had um, an acquaintance that I that I have on, I know on Facebook and I generally like most of the stuff he shares whether it's political or whatever I mean I, I usually agree with most of it but I saw this and I was like no nah, I, I can't I can't do this I have to, to say something so it was a letter posted from one of my our beloved food chains which I don't want to come off as like a corporate shill or, oh, your typical HR rep sticking with the employer, but I am going to side with the employer this time on a couple of reasons. One, I love Kroger (laughs) because, which Kroger, if you're listening, you want to sponsor one of these episodes, that'd be great. This one is not sponsored by Kroger. They posted a letter and I wanted to read what the person that posted it said as their comment because it was that, the comment that really drove me crazy. Okay, And the post was, y'all. Kroger is making its employees sign some document assuring that they will refund the company some of the pay they received because apparently paying for overtime is too much. I'll put it more simple, now all in exclamation, or all in caps. Kroger is asking its employees to pay back any overcompensation for their hard work. Kroger is crying because their employees are earning more. Kroger wants to keep its employees broke during the pandemic while simultaneously ripping off their customers. Edit, I've been giving permission to share the letter my friend received. And so to the letter at hand, it's on Kroger letterhead. And I've went and checked Snopes and I checked USA Today fact check. And it was a legit letter sent by Kroger. Um, I I did try to do a little bit of research digging, which not many people do on social media these days. Good for you. Jump to conclusions. But it was a letter by Kroger from Kroger payroll department. And I won't read the whole thing, but it was title was overpayment. As you may be aware, you were overpaid your emergency pay in the gross amount of $461.60 during the time frame of March 1st, 2020 to current. Please see options for repayment, and it lists three different repayment options. And now, if you're in payroll or HR, like I would say most people listening, this happens all the time. Some kind of overpayment. I know I've had issues, and Warren has helped me with some issues where we have either over-deducted or underducted for benefits. We've mistakenly made payroll errors... Things happen. Things happen. And as soon as I saw this letter, I was like, oh, well, this is like something that happens all the time in HR and payroll. You overpay someone and you say, hey, we accidentally paid you $500 and we're going to have to recoup that some way. And here's some – they really lay out options. You can do one payment of this, three payments of this, five payments of this, you know, ways to break that up because it can be an inconvenience. I mean when you pay an employee – Some absurd amount they're not used to, and not every employee checks their paychecks. And if it's something that is two or three hundred dollars more, you might think you would notice it. But if you're just looking at your bank account, I would say maybe you don't see it. But you don't want to inconvenience that employee. Say, hey, you need to pay us back that five hundred dollars right away. So they really did lay out a collection plan, and they said failure to repay the overpayment could result in collection efforts. So of course, social media took that and ran with it, and people were calling out Kroger and like you. I just read this person was saying Kroger is trying to make their employees poor during this pandemic. It kind of infuriated me that they just jumped to this conclusion reading this letter that to me seemed like a pretty straightforward letter. Now, Warren, you, I think you've seen the letter. Yes. So am I off base in immediately jumping to Kroger's defense here?
1: Absolutely not. You know, I'm, I was holding my tongue as you were saying some of the comments that your your friend posted because they're Factually inaccurate. I I found this, and
0: I will clarify the person. It was a share that he shared this person. I don't want to. Okay,
1: I don't have any Facebook friends that said that. Whoever wrote that that is is factually inaccurate, and and that's sort of the bad thing, especially when you get social media. Mole hills turn into mountains, and. Things go all out of control. And because Kroger's the big corporation, they're going to be bad no matter what happens. No, I've seen that letter, and I found it, actually, first saw it on LinkedIn talking about it, some HR people talking about it and how to handle the situation. But no, I have no problem. It does happen. You get overpaid, underpaid. Either way, if it's overpayment, underpayment, it needs to be corrected to get it back to neutral. It's not like, oh, well, we overpaid you just keep it be now if it's 2 if it's a nominal amount but you're talking sure. it, you know Kroger overpaid this one person over $400 too much and you think of the thousands and thousands of employees Kroger has this has a direct impact on the bottom line and it doesn't my understanding is it was how they calculated the extra emergency pay was done incorrectly and and you got to think Kroger came up with this. Hey, we're going to have emergency pay, and they did it on the fly. And they react. You got to pat them on the back for reacting quickly and coming up with a, a program. And it didn't go as planned.
0: Well, in the way I interpret it too, and it's hard to find exactly what that emergency pay was. I have seen Kroger has had what they call a hero pay, which they've added. I think it was two dollars an hour on top of people that were working during this pandemic for a, a certain time frame, and they ended that, which. People dug up the fact that they ended the hero pay and they started going off on Kroger again. Like, how could you end Hero Pay for these people? And they've now, I think Kroger has actually backtracked. So I don't know if you've seen the fallout of this, but with all this going on, Kroger has kind of rescinded those letters and said, Hey, at this point, we're not gonna have you guys repay this anymore. Because it, it wasn't just this one person. I think it's happened to several associates. But I think what that emergency pay was, and again, there's I haven't found any context of to what the actual emergency pay was, I'm interpreting it like they probably gave some kind of a bonus to people that were working during this pandemic, and maybe these people didn't actually work those hours, or maybe they were home sick. For whatever reason, they didn't actually earn that particular bonus, which is probably what prompted these letters to go out. And that's just me assuming. I I don't know. I'm just having seen these situations before for different kinds of hazard pays and stuff like that. It's a common practice. And people can get paid that shouldn't have, and it's hard to say, hey, sorry, we didn't mean to pay you that, but we kind of need that back. It's not easy for companies to do that, but it, that's how I
1: interpreted this Exactly, and situation. I don't know, like I said, was it a bonus? Was it an hourly premium on their pay for a period of time? I, I don't right. know the details of that hero pay or what they did, but...
0: And no one does, and everyone is, like, freaking out about it, and that's what just drives me crazy. Kroger is getting thrown under the bus right now for... A very common payroll practice
1: and like you said they offered multiple options and even the letter says if you need other arrangements please contact us' and it sounds like they would have been in more even more flexible hey I only work three days a week for me <laughs> to pay back four hundred dollars and not starve it's gonna take me if you talk to them it sounded like they were going to be reasonable and it seemed like a perfectly perfectly reasonable letter that happens all the time. Now, what I'd seen in LinkedIn in regarding this letter was that people were basically saying they were right to do it, but they worded it wrong. And I I don't come up with that. I've read the letter multiple times and it's kind and it gives them options and it tells them they're apologized for confusion and the inconvenience and things like that. So I don't know what Kroger could have done better. I don't, 10,000 people got $400 extra, you know, that's over $4 million. That's a big bottom line issue you're going to have to deal right. with. And uh, uh, like you said, apparently they backtracked and didn't collect this pay from their their people. And who knows how widespread it was. But this this is par for course. This is normal. It it happens. You overpay people. That wasn't supposed to be the case. All All sorts of issues can happen. And I think people need to be more... Understanding when it does happen, I'm sure we we both have some stories of where uh, there's a, a overpayment, underpayment, and people lose their mess about it. And you and you know sometimes the, the employer notices. A lot of times when there's under overpayment, they don't always notice when yeah. it's an underpayment. And and I'm really surprised that
0: I think this got so much negative attention. That's why Kroger backtracked and said, "All right, we're just we're not going to make the employees repay the overpayment. But oh, we'll just take it away." <laughs> It has been verified. Like, Since I don't use um, Facebook much, I don't get any kind of notifications like if someone comments on my comment or something. So I I just went back today and saw there were comments and someone had shared under my comment about it being a pretty standard practice. They shared the same USA Today fact check, but it still said confirmed overpayment. So why are these people freaking out? And again, I'm not going to jump on there and get into some kind of a Twitter or Facebook argument because it's just not worth my time. But I did see some people on Twitter trying to say, "Hey, it's a payroll error; it happens." And I, I just saw comments like, "Okay, boomer," "Oh gosh," and things like that. Like it's, and this is why this podcast I think is important because we see things like this that piss us off as HR, payroll, HRIS people, and these are the kind of things that we have to deal with where people just jump to conclusions and don't understand and i don't know we've spent 13 minutes on this now and because i I just got fired up about it and
1: because they want to jump on hr they want to jump on the company when it's a bad situation i don't know how they could have made it better and or anything and of course their first reaction is we want to recoup these this massive amount of money we lost i don't like i said i don't know the total amount that got overpaid but they want to recoup
0: well it's not kroger stealing from these employees kroger overpaid these employees that did not earn this money it's not overtime it's not something else they mistakenly were paid this money and they just wanted that money back exactly so but yeah that's the kroger letter patrick got fired up about something for once
1: (laughs) no no i can't disagree with you bit on that and if i'd seen that i would have the comments like i said the comments i saw were that Kroger maybe handled it wrong or could have communicated better. I don't know how, but I will say I'm not the world's best communicator. I'm usually the, you know, straight-to-the-point person rather than the touchy-feely, fuzzy, oh, uh, let's talk about this. I'm not a great communicator either. It's, um, it's nice that we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Two people who can't communicate talking about something that they think they're experts on. Yes. Well, I I have another a topic, which is been in the news as of yesterday and today and i'm sure you've seen the video the oh when karen's take a dog with their take a walk with their dog off the leash have you seen this video I've seen a lot of karen
0: videos but i don't, I don't know if i've seen uh, a particular one this
1: this one happened memorial day monday yesterday and hmm. as of this morning it had over 26 million views And that was just off one platform. It's everywhere. It's on Twitter. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on Facebook. The lady walking her dog without a leash in an area of Central Park where that's prohibited. Uh, Let me back up. And you know this about me. I don't have my computer or my phone volume on. So I saw this about five times yesterday uh, without giving it too much notice. Because to me, it looked like a lady sort of choking her dog on the leash. And that's what it was about. But I didn't realize... (laughs) That it was a racially motivated tyrant because the rant, I should say, uh, the person who was filming it was a, a black gentleman and the lady was white and she was saying, Oh, I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna tell them a black man is threatening me and all this other stuff and mm-hmm. goes off. So I, I initially didn't know the whole story and I just went over it. But uh, this morning I actually listened to the video and it's a way different story but what is amazing is that social media quickly identified the lady online and yesterday her name Amy Cooper it was trending as a hashtag on Twitter and huh. the, along with the hashtag fire her it just goes to show you you act like an ass outside of work and it gets caught you're going to have repercussions and by the end of the day yesterday Monday a holiday her, like I said, they identified her, and she's a VP at an investment firm in New York. Oh, jeez, okay. She was put on administrative leave Monday evening before returning to work Monday, apparently. And you know what that means. It means that tomorrow, today she was probably fired. I didn't get a chance to look at it since since then. But the company she worked for put out on social media, we take these matters very seriously and do not condone racism of any kind. We're in the process of investigating the situation. The employee involved has been put on administrative leave. I mean.
0: Yeah. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. Be a dumbass. That's what you get. Yeah,
1: it was, and she's apparently apologized and turned her dog, because what I saw without listening to the, the video of it was she's got the dog on the leash at some point and the dog's like, she's like hanging the dog i'm not trying to be funny or anything you and i are both dog lovers no, I, uh... but the dog's like trying to get away and she's like slinging it and hanging it around on the, the leash so i always think it was more animal abuse thing like having oh, listened to it and that's why i thought it was getting so much traction but there was there was a lot more to it but once again acting stupid getting called on social media and then you know going on a racist rant that oh i'm going to tell the police she's actually verbalizing this and that tells me how stupid can you be? I'm going to verbalize to you. I'm going to tell the police a black person is threatening me here in the park. I mean, yeah. And and she knows she's being recorded, and she she tells him to stop or whatever. And I'm like, wow. Just wow. It was it was amazing. But the HR ramifications of that. And, you know, like I said, she was suspended and put on administrative leave on the holiday. And like I said, I, mm. I'll put dimes the dollars today. She is no longer employed by that investment firm hopefully yeah her name got out there I, that's what amazed me out of the story because even if i know the knew the person somewhat well i i don't know if i would have been able to recognize her especially the first part where she's got her mask on you know and, and things like that but
0: social media there are people out there that are very good at finding people there was a, a whole thing i think it was probably 4chan or something a while oh, back gosh. where there was this this flag and i think it was shia labeouf maybe had a flag somewhere And people kept going and taking it down, so we kept moving it places. And finally, he just had a just the flag in some place, and people were able to time. It was like a feed, you know, a constant feed of this flag for whatever his stance was at the time. And they timed the planes going by and were able to figure out based on when flights were going over where this flag was to go and take it. So it doesn't surprise me that social media can do something because people will get together to solve any number of mysteries.
1: Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great show. But you know the people, it's amazing. I I was blown away. So people, just be careful. Anything you do, it's being recorded. And actually, one of the things I say during my diversity and harassment trainings is always act as if you're always being recorded because you are. <laughs> you are your yeah. your employees maybe putting their phone on record while they're around you, and in most states, it's completely legal. And so in the, they may even try to entrap you in just saying something. Recording mysteriously starts in the middle of a conversation where you don't see how they were egged on or, <laughs> or prodded into a conversation. Yeah. That's always the claim when something like, oh, well, you didn't get the rest of the story. Well, what we heard is what we heard and things like that. Always, always ask this is you're being recorded. And if you know you're being recorded, by all means, just zip your lips. Well,
0: speaking of um, weird stuff. All right. Not really, but I want to segue into something different. I had a nice reddit thread that on weird things that happen in hr that i wanted to jump back into okay and this this comes from reddit user drink the coffee black says i got a call from a woman i'd never spoken to asking when she could start she received the job offer after interviewing with a manager for a customer service position she told me but no one ever contacted her about a start date or pre-employment processes like a background check and it has been a month after a lengthy investigation it came out though this manager had fabricated a job opening and offered it to the, this woman in, in an attempt to impress her. she quit her job, but it should be noted did not respond to the manager's romantic overtures with the expectation of joining my company. She got a settlement with an NDA and the guy who hired her got fired.:
1: Oh Lord <laughs> I, you know I, it's a nice,
0: nice pickup try there to uh,
1: Hey want to work for me That doesn't sound anything like quid pro quo. Yeah. Not, not a bit no, I, Good way to start a romantic relationship <laughs> A little quid pro quo Yeah, that's that's crazy, crazy stuff And I, I thought you were going to go in other directions I'd heard people saying, oh, I was I hired, somebody hired me And nobody, it, it, it's a scam But to try and get HR to say, oh, oh okay And bow in and get them a job somewhere I've heard, I've heard stories like that elsewhere I'm sure that happens Be able to investigate and find out the root cause of that story Hi. So I have another in the news type of event, since we've been mainly in that direction. Yeah, let's do it. Amazon has been getting a lot of bad press lately about the way they're handling the pandemic, the way they're treating their employees and, and things like that. I It seems to what I've been able to research, they've so far terminated three employees, something related to this. And the first one was a person by the name of Christian Smalls, and he led a walkout at an Amazon warehouse. Now, when you th- hear, "Oh, he led a walkout," how many people do you think? Okay, first, Amazon warehouses they employ thousands of people. You know, probably and probably not multiple thousands, but over a thousand people. They're sure. la- very labor-intensive type places. For you to call it a walkout, how many people do you think you need to get to to get to rise to that level? Fifty. He got fifteen people. So <laughs> he didn't have a lot of people backing him. Apparently, you would think out of a, a thousand employees, you could get more people to participate in your walkout. Well, the, what the employees that walked out were looking for, they wanted the a, an employee tested positive for COVID. They wanted the plant shut down or the warehouse shut down and cleaned, and it, so they could return to work safely. That's what the employees were apparently asking for. Well, well to shut down an entire company. I mean, we talked about it the other day. Yeah, people it's have done it. It's happened. But Smalls, this Christian Smalls, was actually in close proximity to this employee, and Amazon told him to stay home because of his proximity to that employee for two weeks. But he returned to come and participate in the walkout, and that's what got him fired. Amazon's statement was, Mr. Smalls was found to have close contact with a diagnosed associate with a confirmed case of COVID 19 and was asked to remain at home with pay for 14 days, which is a measure we take at sites around the world. However, he, you know, they don't go on, that's where they're quoted, but he came back to do this little stages walkout. So he violated their policy and was therefore terminated. So, you know, I got a feeling that he was probably one of those employees who was always a pain and. To come back to participate and lead this this walkout, that's I don't want to tow the company line that or be a corporate person or whatever. But you know, if they're sending you home for two weeks and they want to pay you for it and things like that, they had precautions set up in place of what they're going to do and worked around it. The two other employees were out of Minnesota that were fired. They only named one that I saw, but the other person's name was Bashir Mohammed. Now, Brashear seems to have a long story with Amazon and wanting to sort of tell them how to do things. CNN covered stories that apparently involved him in 2018 and 19, you know, about walking out, about unrealistic productivity rates. And then you may recall 2019 Amazon Prime Day, the the strike day. He was a vocal person about that. But he was also vocal about Amazon's COVID response, and he got termed. And Amazon's statement was zero tolerance for retaliation against employees who raise concerns and respect the rights of employees to protest and recognize the legal right to do so. However, these rights do not get, provide blanket immunity against bad actions, particularly those that endanger the health, well-being, or safety of other colleagues. And and that's what I see. When somebody Whistleblowing is an important thing, and I, I don't ever want to say that it's not because there's been some... Great things come to light through whistleblowing if it's a sexual harassment, embezzlement, big things that happen through whistleblowing. But, you know, there's got to be a point where you're crossing the line between whistleblowing and being a pain in the ass employee uh, (laughs) as well. Uh, You know better than the one of those I know better than you all the time or employees, I should say. So that's all I had to to say. I just I just don't understand the anti-company mentality and and things like that. Why? If you don't like the company, leave. It, it's, there, there are other jobs yeah. out
0: there. It's easy to say now. I think it's just a weird time right now where it's, that normally would be an option. They say, all right, this is, you guys aren't doing enough for me. That's not, these aren't fair expectations. But right now it's, it's so hard to quit your job because you don't know if you're going to be able to jump right into something else. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just talked earlier about choosing sides. I understand the the first one where you're obviously infringing on a policy and coming into work when you already had these directions, plans laid out where you needed to stay home. But the second one, I'm not sure. Yeah, really they did go into a much. lot
1: of detail on that one. I'm assuming he continued to express his discourse and behave badly after being told otherwise. It, it didn't go into a lot of detail, but I just. And of course, because it's a big name company, just like Kroger earlier, they're going to get uh, attention. And actually, I, the the person, one of the walkouts that person staged earlier was covered by CNN with a whole whopping fifty people participating. That doesn't seem to <laughs> mandate a, a CNN type coverage for an employer at large. Yeah, I agree. So he, he's stirring the pot and probably calling, "Hey, come." see us walk out and carry our signs in front of Amazon and stick it to the man or whatever. So, now those are my in the news stories for today. Do you want to jump into one of your other... Well, yeah, we can talk about re- the return to normal. Sure. You know, so many places... I don't see that happening anytime soon. I'd. Uh, I, well, the attempt is there. And I, I mentioned to you offline... Uh, it... We should call it... Phase
0: into normal. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever be. I don't think it's going to a... be a return into normal. It's going to be this weird phase morph into the new normal.
1: No, it, it's we're not going to be able to go back to November, December, 2019 the way it was. I think this will have some very long lasting impacts. But even from the beginning, and you can listen to our COVID uh, episode. I'm a little flippant about some of the concerns and that was march before things had actually been closed down or things had been happening the way it was
0: but yeah some of our comments aged about like milk yeah in that episode yeah, the, the,
1: <laughs> you know i didn't think it was going to be all that it is and i'm still not uh, i'm still not convinced that it's it's definitely not the the world ending virus that was trying to be prepared portrayed earlier But localities, states, localities are trying to get back to normal. And as you know, I live on one of the two routes to North Carolina's Outer Banks. And last weekend, when the Outer Banks opened up to non-residents for the first time, oh my God, you couldn't imagine how bad the traffic was. And it wasn't a holiday weekend or anything like that. And 10 to 1, the license plates were all out-of-state license plates. And I just started thinking, that's when it started hitting me oh my God, here is our COVID event here. Because, you know, my county, we've had 11 confirmed cases. The other county in the Outer Banks has had like 19. So we haven't been hit very hard with it, but seeing just tens of thousands, literally tens of thousands of people coming down to the Outer Banks in North Carolina from all over, you know, seeing these New York license plates and things is very scary. It's like, oh gosh, how many covid cases are we going to get uh but that really made that really got me thinking and got me a little more worried than i'd been and then today you know day after memorial day that that was over a week ago but the day after memorial day we see all these videos about that beach in alabama or that uh that beach in the ozark lakes that Mm. people just not social distancing and things like that so or even there was news last week about a hairdresser returning to work in Missouri who was symptomatic, not an asymptomatic person, and and did hair styling for people for a, a whole week and exposed at least 90 people, they think. But I still think we're jumping the gun in terms of trying to get back to normal and things like that. Yeah, the economy needs to get moving again. Yes, you know, there are lots of people out of work and lots of people who are underemployed right now are just really feeling... The, the fate of this here where we are, the the hotel restaurant industry, there's you know, they were struggling because, you know, generally things start to pick up around the end of March around here and then it sort of starts really peaking Memorial Day through Labor Day, obviously. But we need to get moving in but as I said earlier, what's gonna happen we're not gonna go back to November, December twenty nineteen. companies like Facebook and Twitter have said that they're they've made headlines about saying that, hey Work from home is going to be a permanent option for for people. Yeah. And I see so many more companies doing that. We're, it should th- be. It should be uh, if, it's, if it's able to be done and plausible. And I don't see why not do it. I mean,
0: there's positive impacts all over the place from that. And besides not just the work-life balance, which is an amazing benefit of that, but you're talking about pollution and traffic and all these things going down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, work from home, I hope, becomes... So much more of a staple. I'm already seeing trends of some companies trying to get people back and scare people back and those kind of things. But I I hope work from home becomes.
1: It'll become more of a more ingrained. I've mentioned before. I'm going to work daily through this time, and I've loved my commute. I, you know, I live you know 40 miles from where I work, so I got a a lengthy commute. But it's been flying lately. That there's been no traffic, so. We'll just have to see how long that that continues.
0: Yeah, I wonder if the there's not as many commutes right now, so I wonder if that's hurting our, our podcast listening numbers because that you know, those, those commutes are great great ways to unwind after a hard day at work or to get yourself pumped up before work.
1: Well, I actually listened to a podcast about podcasts, and they say podcast podcast listening took an initial dive after things after the lockdowns, and is rebounding, but still. Not quite to where it was pre-COVID, and of course we didn't start pre-COVID. We're we're in this from sort of we started right as the lockdowns really, really hit. We did. Uh, so, but no, I think commuting it's going to have an effect on a lot of people. Advertisers, you know, on radio and TV and things like that, it's, it's going to affect them as well.
0: Well, we've gone on a couple different rants, so yeah, yeah. I think at this point we just need to tell the people that. We desperately, desperately want your stories and feedback. Please, yeah, we Sir had Warren. some good
1: feedback and stories from people. We need more. We want more. We've got so many followers on Instagram. We have our Facebook group with a handful of users. But please participate and tell us, tell us your stories. Just like you're you're sitting at home with friend and telling them, you know, you won't believe what happened to me at work today. Because we know you have it. We
0: can be that friend.
1: Where'd your friend? won't you be my neighbor the, the you know it, it we know it we know your pain and some of your friends will think oh my god they're full of crap or they completely made that story up we we'll believe you we're here for you because We've been there, done that, and we're we're saving some of our stories as well. I'm biding some time with some stories that I have, but uh, we want to hear back from you, so you can check us out on our website, Jaded HR. There's a contact us form. You can send that in to us. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Just look for Jaded HR. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is Jaded HR Podcasts. Twitter. We're on Twitter at uh, HR underscore Jaded. Instagram. Jaded underscore HR. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, but also we have a voicemail option. So if you want to tell us your own story and your own words, go ahead and uh, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail, 252 621 Thirty-four fifty-one. uh leave us that voicemail we'll use your actual voice
0: and i will say we don't have to use your voice you can that can just be another way to tell your story if you don't want your voice you don't want your voice out there
1: absolutely (laughs) but and uh, let us know let us know you can email us at uh, feedback at jadedhr we there's any number of ways to get in touch with us and we want to hear from you
0: absolutely Um, I just want to say thank you to the Underscore Orchestra for the use of their song Devil with the Devil that we use for our intro and outro music. And we like to end our podcast, our episode, with a best practice for you to take and noodle over the week and put into good use. So, Warren, what do you got for us?
1: Well, so many companies do employee assessments of all sorts, but I I want you to throw them all out. (laughs) The best assessment... Uh, that you're going to be able to do for any of your employees, any level, from entry level to CEO, secretly follow them to Walmart and see if they function like a normal human being when they're in Walmart. If they do, they're fired. They're hired, excuse me. If they function like a normal human being, they're hired. But if their brains turn to just complete warm dog shit, that's when you know you don't have to... Are they the person who parts... Parks per- 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 perpendicular. Boy, I cannot speak to I'm
0: going to help you, Warren. This is this is what the evaluation says. It has one word, Karen question mark, and it has two check boxes, yes or no.
1: <laughs> Just follow them into Walmart <laughs> and see how they act, and that will tell you everything you need to know. Perfect. Well, thank
0: you all so much for listening to another episode of Jaded HR. I'm Patrick
1: consillas I'm Warren Workman helping you survive HR one what the fuck moment at a time.